Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Cold Cuts, the show where none of the actors have read the script until you see us receiving it live on air. This episode is written by Ian O, based on a concept by Declan Grogan. Before we summarize the first episode of How Did You Survive the 21st Century, I do have a very big announcement straight from Platform. Thanks to you, we have made Twitch affiliate. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! That means that you can subscribe to us via your Twitch Prime account. You get one free one a month, but if you want to subscribe for more than that, we're not going to say no. But yes, we are very, very, very excited and honored to be telling you this. We would like to thank our first two ever subscribers. Starlord51 and Jay Mawis. So we have a legendary outlaw and a legendary Jay Mawis. Thank you so much to the both of you for your support. I know that I have seen your names as, as people asking questions during some of the Q&A sessions where we're talking. Thank you so much for your dedication and your support. It means a lot. It's great. We're, uh, it warms the cockles of my cold, dead heart. So this past episode, Nico approaches his mother and father with a project for his history class. His sister Eileen is also there. He needs his parents to ask, answer a list of questions and creatively display what life was like from the 2000s and on into 2020. The first question is how did life change before and after the rise of social media and the internet? Anyone can go viral. Anyone can become famous. Anyone can become a meme. While hanging out in their neighborhood restaurant, Mo Schmoes, where John, Jackie, Kellen, and Josie often hang out, the four meet Lexi for the first time. John interacts with Lexi and orders food with her, but on their way back, John slips on a banana, and Josie captures this hilarious incident. Post the video on Instagram and YouTube. And after this incident, John is worried about how it's going to affect his first few days in high school. Afraid of going viral, John pleads with Josie to take it down. Kellen sides with Josie to keep it up. Eventually, Josie does take the video down from Instagram, but by that point, it's too late. The video already went viral, and unfortunately for John, the first day of ninth grade was just around the corner. He's embarrassed at school and receives so much unwanted attention. John gets called names because of the viral video. Kellen and Josie relish in their friend's momentary fame until John once again slips and recreates his meme at lunch by spilling lunch on the volleyball captain. Which, of course, means Kellen is worried that his chances of making the volleyball team this year are now ruined. Still, the group of friends tell John to enjoy his fame. John struggles with the memeing, but Lexi reassures John that it will all eventually blow over. So, I would love to introduce our actors for this evening. Actors, share your characters as well as what you think this episode is going to cover. Last week, we looked at how social media had changed in the times that we've been alive and speculated on maybe how social media might have changed from the time of now to the 2040s when this story takes place. So I'm wondering what aspects of tech and society do you feel might be explored in greater depth this particular episode? What do you think changes between now and the future? What is speculated on? So our first actor, Astra WS. 
Hi guys. So I play Jackie. So my character has, I guess, tiger parents, which is pretty typical in the Asian community. From last episode to this episode, I bet. So I'm, I'm just guessing that some of the characters may potentially want to take on the role of influencers. I don't know, because um, that is a pretty big thing in current society. So I feel like 20 years from now, there's going to be more of them. I bet almost everybody's going to try to be an influencer. So I don't see what happens. Yeah, I think that's a very apt prediction. You know, I think that, let's see, this take, the story takes place in 2016 in the flashback segments. And that influencers were certainly starting out around that time. And we've seen just an increase. So that's a very astute prediction, I feel. Up next, we have Lisa Von Werder. Hi, I play Lexi. And I know hate comments have got to come in here somewhere in the story. So why not today, right? We have to explore like the effect of hate comments on maybe John, maybe the others as they're trying to take on social media, going along with Astrid's influencer arc. That's my prediction. I think that is a great prediction. And I think that it is something that we need to address. I think shying away from the fact that hate comments are an issue on the internet, not just hate comments, but the fact that platforms that have the ability to shut it down, don't shut it down. It needs to be talked about. We shouldn't shy away from it because we feel, oh, it's embarrassing or, oh, it's taboo. No, no, it just makes it worse to not talk about it. So yeah, I hope that is something that is addressed. Up next, we have Jacob Sung. Hi, I'm Jacob, and I play Nico, who is John's son, as well as Kellen, who's John's friend in the past. And what I think might change is, um, adding to what Lisa said, I think I'm expecting, or actually I'm anticipating, some of the characters are going to start turning against each other as they, for lack of a better word, devolve or kind of get their priorities janked up with the advent of this big new social media thing. That's kind of what I'm expecting. With maybe some, um, maybe somebody might get canceled per se. And yeah. What is a friend group without friend drama? Yeah, exactly. Also, what are high school friend groups without drama as well? Considering their age group? Yeah, that's a, there's a reason why a lot of dramas take place in high school. Up next, we have Crystal Lee. Hi, my name is Crystal and I play Josie as well as Eileen, who is John's daughter. And yeah, uh, my predictions are pretty much exactly in line with what Jacob just said, because thinking back on episode one, there's already the starts of conflict there with how much people value social media attention. We've got like Josie on one end of the spectrum, like it's like the, the idea that all press is good press kind of thing, like you're getting famous, you know, whereas John is very much like very wary about it. And like that has a lot of like juicy room for conflict later. Like you don't understand the impact of this on a person or the idea of like a reputation or a social media presence. These things, they weigh differently in people's values. And that leads to some really fun room for conflict. Right. Especially because of all the people that go viral, it had to be the one person who would have hated it the most. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a great irony, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how we dig into how that's impacted him. Because if someone else that actually really liked social media went viral and they had a good sense of humor about themselves, they'd be like, yeah, I'm the chicken guy, and would have leaned into it probably. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, we have Carl Jung. Hello, everybody. Hi, I'm Carl. 
I play the role as John, one of the characters. Now, to getting on to the point of what I predict or what I suspect might happen was that these characters, of course, are dealing with high school drama, but that's absolutely right. These are growing children with psychology of, I'm trying to grow up into an adult. I should make something of myself. And because now you have a new form of career and professionalism, which is online entertainment, that could be a good way for young adults to say, okay, I want to try this out and see what happens. But that's the problem. They think of the benefits and positives without any regard for consequences or any possible drawbacks. John, on the other hand, is the one person that is everybody that we've seen is dynamic, but John is specifically seemed to be focused more on, okay, now this happened to me. How am I going to resolve this? Jacob brought up a good point that this could lead to some conflict and a potential battle between friends as one another. Some people brought up, what if you can corrupt or manipulate the system? What if you can take advantage of it so I can put down other people's lives to make myself raise higher? There's a lot of potential and I would love to see where this is all heading. Yeah, same. Anyone else have any ideas or predictions or what they feel is going to be different in this episode? How things might have changed from 2020 to 2040? Probably better management, because especially with 2020 now, you see a lot of people making money or making some sort of income out of it. And probably people would have learned at some point, okay, now that we've been doing it for so many years, how can we control our workers properly so that they understand the ethics of their actions and understand, hey, if I make this content on internet, how do I make it what's best for everybody? And that's probably what they would be going for. At least that's what I think. That's a very positive look at things. I like the idea of a less than dystopian style future where a, a future that maybe we should fix a few things. I like that. Yeah, with, with people with common sense and managers saying, you know, we need damage control. You do this, you do that, and actually plan out a system. I'm very interested to see how that goes. I'm very interested to see if that's what this story touches on. So if nobody has any other ideas or thoughts, Platform, could you please send the actors their scripts? How do you survive the 21st century? Episode 2. Education. This episode was written by Ian O. Scene 1. Present day. 2042. So, Mom, Dad, social media was just my first question. I'm going to tell all my friends that you were a meme. Dad was famous! Not in a good way. What's the second question? Okay, um, so what was high school like? Looking back, what is something you wish you did in high school that you were unable to do? I feel like I did all that I could do in high school. Can't regret anything if it led to where I am today. That's true, but it would have been nice if we didn't have to worry so much about our grades. Your father did not stress too much since he always got good grades, but I did. It was, um, I think, junior year. Yeah, we had an A-push test. So the U.S. history class you're doing this project for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As usual, we were at Mo Schmo's. Scene two. Josie, Jackie, and Lexi are at Mo Schmo's to study for their upcoming exam. I need another cup of coffee. Not Moshmos. I need Starbucks. I have another Red Bull in my bag. Do you want it? No, I'm okay. 
I think the guys are coming from basketball practice. We could ask them. The only reason why I know about what happened in the 1770s is because of Lin-Manuel Miranda. I would be nowhere without Hamilton. Do you even take notes in class? <laughs> no, Jackie, you're one of the only people who takes notes. I try to take notes. But you always end up talking to me. You know, I think all I need to have is my Broadway knowledge. That'll be enough. Well, the study guide says the exam will be on the 1600s to World War I. That's a lot of stuff. And you have it all written down. I know. Ugh. I have so many notes, but I don't understand any of it. I have it organized so well. I use eight different highlighters. Well, you focus too much on taking notes in class. It would be impossible for you to pay attention to what Mrs. Bogson is saying. I'm just glad Mrs. Bogson is not one of those teachers that just hands out worksheets. I feel like I learn more. Yeah. I think Landell High does a good job at hiring teachers who actually teach. Back at Fields, there were definitely teachers who didn't care about their jobs. Fields? Oh, yeah. Cameron the Corn from South Dakota. How much you enjoy school definitely depends on your teacher. Maybe that's why I love choir so much. But couldn't Mrs. Vogson make this unit smaller? This unit is so big. I calculated the score. I need to keep an A+, and it's a 92%. Jackie, your grades won't matter in 20 years. It's whatever. If I don't get good grades, then I won't get into a good college. And if I don't get into a good college, then I won't get into med school, and I won't become a doctor. I'll be living behind a trash can until a weird old man tries to bring me into the cult where I will spend the rest of my life until the end of the world where we need to kill ourselves in order to be saved by space people. That was really specific, Jackie. How much sleep did you get last night? <sighs> Three hours? Student council is drowning me. Why do there have to be parent meetings at 8 p.m. the last two hours? I don't get it. I need boba. Now. I'll text John so we can get some bubble tea. Lexi, it's not bubble tea. It is boba. <laughs> I, I know, okay? There was only one bubble boba shop in South Dakota, okay? And it was called bubble tea. I will have a strawberry matcha smoothie with boba. Jackie? Northwest Ordinance of 1787 outlawed slavery in Northwest Territories. Jackie. What? Oh, sorry. Kella knows my order. Okay. Oh, they're done with practice now. They'll be here in like 20. Lexi and Jackie continue to study their notes and the book. Josie puts in her headphones and listens to Hamilton to study too. I don't get it. Well, it's not that I don't get it. There's just too much information that we need to know. The restaurant bell rings. Kellen and John walk in with the drinks in their hands. Josie has her head down on the table and appears to have fallen asleep. Josie must have been working hard. Must have been grinding. She hasn't done anything. She thinks she doesn't need to study. I should be doing the same thing because of Kells, the layup king. Shut up, bro. You just make your free throws. He just complimented you. Why are you being mean? I wasn't complimenting him. Kellen made us run a duck ton during practice. That's why I'm so gassed. Here's your Thai tea, Jackie. Thank you. Iced coffee for Alexi at 6 p.m. and a strawberry matcha for Josie. Thank you. Kellen brings out his laptop and notes to study. I'm gonna order a burger. Y'all want anything? Burger? I'll come order with you. What the duck? I thought you were sleeping. Hey, you mentioned food. That's like an automatic wake-up call. But I wasn't sleeping. I was studying. What? John and Josie go to order and come back waiting for their food. 
Why are y'all so worried about this test? There's so much we need to know in such little time. But we learned all this stuff in class. You learned all this stuff in class. I've been so tired from morning practice. I'm falling asleep in A-push. My parents said I need to keep a 4.0. This test pretty much decides my grades before the semester ends. I'm feeling good for the test. Whatever happens, happens. John? John. He's out. I'd be out too if I had practice. Aren't you exhausted, Kells? Yeah, but I need to study. I took a five-hour energy after practice, so I'm running on caffeine right now. John always does well. I don't get it. He doesn't even take notes in class. He does the chapter readings and takes notes before class. He just listens during class. Or at least that's what he told me. <sighs> He's sleeping so peacefully. Ugh, okay. We need to go back to studying. I think you guys should just risk it for the biscuit. Stressed for no reason. I already told you why I'm stressed. Yeah, well, I think you overthink things and that it's not good to plan the rest of your life. You don't need to go to Harvard in order to be a doctor. Well, that's easy for you to say. You don't care about anything. You don't care about any consequences. <laughs> you're too scared of living your own life. Maybe that's why your parents control you. Yeah? Maybe. At least my parents are still together. Uh, what? Jackie. Wait, Josie, I... No, no, duck this. Duck you. I just wanted to relax with my friends before a hard test, but I guess not. Josie gets up to leave. Josie, hold on. Jackie, really? Kellen gets up to chase Josie, but Josie already left. The food order is called. Yes! I'm starving, huh? I'll get the food, Josie. What the... Where is my dear friend Josephine Park? How do you only wake up now? Josie left. Oh, why? I need someone to talk to while you nerds are studying. I... Josie and I had an argument. What? Really? Kellen walks back in. She's already gone. What happened? In summary, Josie said, Why are you studying? Then Jackie said that it's because our parents are together. You have divorced parents. Suck it. Jackie? It just came out. I didn't mean, like, uh, I shouldn't have said that. No poop, dude. That was very uncharacteristic of you. Jackie, you know you have to apologize. But... Girl. You're right. Scene three. It is the next morning of school. Jackie and Lexi have arrived before the rest of their friends. Why are you here so early? We had to change the board meeting time for the art club. Not everyone can make it at lunch today, which is better for me. More time to study. Ah, so did you call or text Josie? Uh, no. You didn't say anything? No. I thought it'd be better face to face. It better be a good apology. You really crossed a line last night. Josie doesn't even talk about her parents that much. I know. I shouldn't have brought it up. I just want her to do well. I feel like she's not trying in school. What if she drops out? Jackie, that's not going to happen. Do you know what you're going to say? Yeah, like basically, I don't have anything set to say. There's no space left in my brain because of all the cramming for the test. I don't think she'll be here right now. She always comes late. You should find time during lunch. 
Yeah, I guess I'll just go and change for PE right now. I hate having PE in the morning. I'm always so tired for the rest of the day. I know, but that's pretty much what John and Kellen do every day. John and Kellen walk to the table Lexi and Jackie are sitting at. I hate this new coach. He makes us do all this stupid shit. He always ducking blames one of us if something goes wrong. I see practice went well. Ugh, he made us run so much. One of the sophomores puked. We never had to run in the morning with our old coach. Now we gotta do all that again later today, even though we have a game tomorrow. I don't know how you two have time to do homework. Uh, that's the life of a student-athlete. I just can't wait for volleyball. Pretty much no running compared to basketball. It's such a BS. We always have to practice later because of the girls' basketball team, so everything is pushed back even more. Ah, I just gotta get through this test today. The bell rings. School has started. Scene four. The group of friends are gathering for lunch. Before Josie arrives to the table, Jackie stops her to talk. Hey. What? Did your horoscope tell you to apologize? I shouldn't have said what I said. Yeah, no chit. I'm sorry. I've been stressed, and you know it. I need to get the grades. I was just trying to get you guys to loosen up, okay? I know grades are important to you all for the types of colleges you want to go to. I guess I was just frustrated because I just wanted to study, and you were careless about the situation. Oh, okay, so we're going back to that. Yeah, nice apology, Jackie. I guess I'm just... I'm just some girl who doesn't care about anything. Mm-hmm. Josie walks to the table annoyed. Jackie walks after her. The group has their notes sprawled over the lunch table. So, yay? No more friction. <laughs> no. Uh, Jackie needs to learn how to apologize the right way. Josie, that's not what I meant. I need to study! I thought you didn't study! He forgot to reveal Industrial Revolution stuff. Yeah, he's all talk. Oh, shoot! I left my notes of chemistry. Frick! Jackie gets up and rushes to find her notebook. Josie, was the apology not right? Mass urbanization due to industrialization? She just... Oh, she basically said I didn't care about anything. Give it a chance. She said she didn't mean it. Jackie just wants you to do well in school. She thinks that getting an A should be just as important to you as it is to her. Yeah, that's how Jackie is. You just have to tell her. She really thinks that what she's doing is right. Yeah, but she's not! Textile manufacturing. John, study in your head. We are going through a relationship crisis Stay right now. Oh, y yes, man. Working conditions. Okay, okay, fine. Ugh. The bell rings. Okay, test time. You guys are lucky you have later periods and more time to study. Ugh, clothing and consumer goods. It's the 1780s. Good luck, sir. Eli Whitney and the Cotton Gin! The group separates to their classes. Scene 5. The bell rings and school has ended. Everyone has taken the test and the group gathers in the middle of the quad. What was number 16? Is that the film, The Blank on the Business Leaders? Um, I think for the second Industrial Revolution? Yeah, I got Rockefeller for that one. Same. I got Vanderbilt. I got Carnegie. What? I put an A. A what? A. I, I know. <laughs> A what? 
<laughs> he put in the letter A. How is that even possible? Bruh, time to cry. Uh, it's okay. You can do that at practice later when we run a mile. Why? Josie, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that you were careless. Um, you were just trying to help us de-stress, so thank you? <clears throat> yeah. Look, you don't need to worry about how much I try or don't try. My goal isn't to get into these Ivy League schools, okay? GPA isn't as important to me, and that's okay. You focus on getting your own GPA. You already have enough pressure. Yeah, you're right. Thanks, Josie. So, apology accepted? <laughs> yes. Dove. Well, now that we're done with that test, time to party! Uh, Callan and I have basketball until 6 p.m., so maybe after, but we might be too tired. Yeah, and I have to go to tutor. Plus, my parents would kill me if they knew I was at a party. Ah, uh, parents again? It's a Friday! Come on, loosen up! Lexi? I'll have time after I go to the Red Cross event. <sighs> Seriously? Oh, come on, Lexi, skip it! Parents again? I'm the vice president of the club. I need to be there. Loosen up? <laughs> Looks like you're on your own, Josie. Don't you have a choir meeting right after school anyway? <sighs> what was that, Jackie? <sighs> Nothing. Okay, I guess I can't skip it. Now that I have no one to hang out with. Extracurriculars for the win! Scene 6. So you partied? No, we just decided not to. So it was a Friday night and you didn't do anything? Typically, on a Friday night, we didn't do much in high school, unless there's a football game or a basketball game. Not even could drive, so it was difficult planning things. It wouldn't really be spontaneous unless your Aunt Josie was there. It was just a bell at 2.45, and then we'd go to whatever club or sport we had to go to. Wait, 2.45? That's so early! School didn't end at 4? Nope. We went from 7.55 to 2.45. At the time, there were studies that showed that starting later was more beneficial to students, but nothing was really implemented until he graduated high school. Jeez, I don't think I'd be able to have school start earlier than 9 a.m. So did you do good on the test? Well, do well on the test. Our history teacher always got our grades out quick, so we only had to wait a week till the next Friday. Scene 7. The crew just finished school on another Friday. John and Kellen have a basketball game later in the evening. It's always so hard to watch junior varsity play, like, just get good. Uh, you were on JV until this year. Be nice. He only moved up because one of our original players got injured. Hey, man, come on. What? It's true. The grades came out. Everyone quickly gets their phone out of their pockets. Whoa! I did better than I thought! What'd you get? B minus! I deserve a treat! <laughs> you know what that means? Ordering stuff on Amazon? Yes. Yay, I did it. Did you get a B or something? No. Maintained a 4.0? Mm-hmm. I guess Asian expectations have their perks in getting us good grades. I think we should destroy the Asian grading scale. Easy for you to say. What? Uh-oh. Should I loosen up? Or is it my parents again? Whoa. Is this from last week? Yes. It's been in my mind this entire time. And maybe I should have said something earlier, but my horoscope said to wait, and I've waited. 
I apologize because I was trying to force good grades on you. But the moment I tell you that I can't party, you bring it back to my parents and me being so uptight. But you don't party because of your parents. <sighs> Man, talk about high school drama. Their relationship is like a Jackie Chan film. Exaggerated fight for no reason. Callan, no Jackie Chan slander. Jackie? Hmm. Ugh. Is this the silent treatment? Did your inner chakra psychic shaman tell you that? Silence is the way to peace. Ugh, Josie, relax. <sighs> Anyways, totally right. The Asian grading system needs to go. A does not stand for average. A is excellent. B is not below average. A is above average. C is average, not can't eat dinner. D is don't come home. And F is not find a new family. There you go, Jackie. Okay, so I'm the only one getting silent treatment, I guess. You know, I can do the silent peace shaman shit, too. Kellen opens his grade report. Bro, I was one question from an A-. minus. If only you got 16 right. What the duck? How do you do, John? Huh, I did well. You? I did okay. Wish I did better. It's all right, though. These last few weeks were so busy. Now we can relax and watch you win. We better win. I'm going to score at least 30 points. Look at these JV kids. Make a basket. How can you score from the bench? Ooh. Holy tit, Jackie. Don't kill him. Why is everyone on my head? But, yeah, we've been so busy. The choir show is in, like, three weeks, too. Josie and I had to go through so much choreography and we have extra practices to prepare for the show. And it's just going to get busier and busier. There is a minute left in the half. Stop fouling. Damn. But yeah, I still have to make posters and stuff for the Vietnamese Student Association fundraiser thing. Isn't it crazy that we go through like all this stuff and make our high school lives so difficult just to get to a good college? It's just so competitive. I feel like I have to do more and more. So live in the now. Dude! Aha! Uh -huh. Got you to respond to me! Wasn't responding to you. There it is again. Jackie... Ugh, you're right, okay? Although I do think you need to loosen up. I can't force you to be something you're not and then make you feel bad about it. Our lives are different, our values are different, but... We're still sisters, right? Sisters fight, but we're still family. Ugh, jeez. Haven't heard that line before. We're still family. Who are you, Vin Diesel? <sighs> Fine. I do realize that it's something I need to work on. I do appreciate you trying to bring me out of my comfort zone, but don't be an asshole when I can't step out. Deal? Deal. I'll help you live in the now. But how? I think that's easy to say, but it's hard because we have all these expectations to do well in school. And then I feel like when we get to college, we're just going to be working for the next job. I don't know. I appreciate the little things. Take a risk. Skip tutor? What? How, how do you airball a free throw? Kells, they're in JV. Chill. The buzzer sounds to end the first half. Music starts playing from the speakers. Let me show you. Josie walks out of the stands to the center of the court. What is she doing? Josie starts dancing on the court. O-M-G. Let's go. What? No! If Coach saw us, I'd be in so much trouble! Come on! John looks at Kellen. Don't look at me, bro. I'm not going. Social suicide. 
Lexi grabs John's hand and pulls him out of the stand. No! <laughs> Jeez, okay, okay, live in the now. John breaking rules? Disbelief, they're such losers. Lexi and John join Josie and dance in the middle of the court. The ref comes to kick them off, but they keep on going. Jackie gets up to go on the court. Well, there goes Jackie to get them off the court. Jackie starts dancing, too. What? Dance with us, Kellen! Show us your moves! Kellen is reluctant and looks around to see if anyone significant is in the crowd. Fine. I'll, I'll embarrass myself. Kellen starts dancing down the stairs of the bleachers. Ha! Okay, Kells! Bust down Thotiana! Watch this. Kellen covers his eyes to do a blind moonwalk. The coach just entered the gym with his head down, looking at a clipboard. Isn't that your coach? Oh, shit. Kellen! Coach is right there! Kellen is too deep in the groove of the music and bumps into the coach. Oh, duck. Oh, he's in trouble. Let's get off. We don't want to get him in more trouble. The coach finishes talking to Kellen. Live in the now! Stay! What? No! Get off! Ah! Lexi, John, and Josie try to hurry back to the stands, but the coach stops them. He tells the girls to go ahead and talks with John. John walks back to the bleachers after the discussion. The coach yells at Jackie, Young lady! Get off the court! He's so scary! What'd he say to you? Looks like you're not on the bench this game. What? He said I'm not focusing on the game, so you're starting in my place. How did you not get in trouble? Let's go! He wasn't looking, so I just told him I was doing some fancy European stretch where you go backwards. You believed it. What a chump. Give it two minutes and I'm back in the game. Sorry, bro. Dog eat dog. If you score once before you're subbed out, I'll buy you Moshmos. Ooh, I want Moshmos! Scene 8. Present day, 2042. So, did he score? No. But we still went to Moshmo's after the game. That was a good time. Things always seem so nice when you look back at it. It really does. Um, well, I know what high school is like, but is there anything you wish you did in high school that you were unable to do? I don't regret much, but if I were to give advice, I would say to do more of the things you enjoyed instead of doing them for the application. If I went back and did it again, I would definitely be more bold. Then I would be able to say that your mom and I were high school sweethearts. It's like your dad was scared of me in high school, and I did want him to make moves then, but everything happens for a reason. Was our response fine? We focused more on the academic side of high school. Yeah, it's fine. This question is just one part of the education section. You can add, like, the social and cultural stuff of school in my next question. End scene. End of episode two. Wonderful job, everybody. And there was that conflict that everybody <laughs> was waiting for. Oh, we have from the chat, Do Rogers, 1088. I can relate. Thank God, done with college. LOL, this is fun to watch. Whew. Yeah, that was, that was heavy. I know that there was a lot of lighthearted stuff in there, but uh, it's continuing the theme of balance and some of the shock that seems to be coming from the kids of tomorrow about the kids today. 
what do you think? Was this what you were expecting them to say about education? When you found out that the title was education, what, what do you make of the way we approach education now? I didn't know that the title was education, but this would have been exactly what I would have hoped to see because it's so, so relatable. I feel like the scene where they're comparing grades on the test, like, oh, what'd you get for 16? Like, was that? Or like, how'd you do? Mm. I'm like getting war flashbacks. It's so (laughs) vivid. Like, this is exactly how it was. And it's really cool to be playing it as Josie because she's like the polar opposite of how I was more like Jackie when I was in high school. I was like, my 4.0 is tanked. I'm not going to get into college. Like, freaking out just like that. So it's really cool to have like the other perspective going like, hey, chill out loosen up, live a little, like that kind of thing. It's, yeah, I'm so happy to be diving into like this conflict because it's so central, I feel like, to the Asian American experience growing up. Crystal, do you regret it though? Like, do you wish you were more like you, Josie? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. So the conversation at the end is also just part of it. Like looking back now, I kind of wish I'd lived a little more, but considering how things played out and where I am now and how things are going, like I can't say I regretted any of it because I like where I am now. But yeah, I mean, sometimes I do wish I'd lived a little more. But honestly, the mentality was the majority of my high school peers. Like most of us were head down, like freaking out about getting good grades. I definitely would have been like the anomaly if I'd been more like Josie. So I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I think I wish I was less stressed then, but it did end up working out. So hard to say. What about you? Me right now? Well, Well, he's still in high school. (gasps) You're still in high school? Yeah, this is like, this is like, you're having the war flashbacks. This is the war for me. So like, <laughs> you're going through the same thing she is. Yeah, you have it the gets PTSD. Better, buddy. This is just a tea. It does. I will say this right now. Once you get through college, at least in my case, it'll end at some point and you can just forget about all that and live your life. Okay. Unless you go to grad school. Uh, oh, grad school. That's entirely. Grad school is what you do when you don't know what to do and have to prolong your education. But oh boy, grad school. Unless if you like your professor, depends on the program and if you actually enjoy what your professor does. Hmm. This is true, but also a boy grad school, especially because of having to like one of the big, big, big themes of this that I think it sounds like all of us kind of went through it was uh, the expectation on top of not only maintaining good grades, but having to have a ton of extracurriculars on top of your good grades. Those colleges want you to do both to show that you're well-rounded, but you also have to excel at both. (laughs) And, you know, uh, yeah, sorry. We're not trying to scare you, Jacob, I promise. (laughs) No, I'm already going through it. It's fine. You're okay. You're going to be fine, man. It works out. Yeah, it'll be okay. I hope so. If you're grade 12 and you're about to go to college, you're you're getting there. Don't worry. The end of sight is nearby. So I used to work for admissions at my college. So I'd get like messages from high school students all the time. Like, what can I say on my essay to get in? And like, you know, it was a bunch of stuff like, how do I get in? How do I ensure that? And my answer was always just like, be yourself because the colleges don't want you if you're like ingenuine about being like this great person, you know? And I think that that's kind of, that's a, a bit of a theme in today's episode, too, that it was like when you can have fun with your friends, you're being yourself. And that really helps you become more of a secure person and like just, uh, I don't know, 
just just get you to where you need to be in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm sure the college applications, they can tell when you're just going through the motions. Like you volunteer for this thing that everybody else volunteers for. You do all these same classes that everybody else volunteers for. So then when they actually interview you, they realize, oh, this person has like good on paper, but has zero substance. I was having like PTSD playing Jackie because, you know, like Crystal mentioned, like that was me. 100% wish I did not do what I did back then. Because you kind of look back and you think, am I still friends with my friends? Or was I just so absorbed in getting good grades and just studying together that I didn't really understand who my friends were? So then when school ends, you kind of part ways because your mutual relationship was just, you know, study, 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 study. That is so true. This group of friends is very interesting because my group of friends was like all Jackies. So I feel like... (laughs) Yes, yes. When when you have somebody who like studies a lot, they kind of veer towards other people who study a lot Mm -hmm. and they really don't diversify in their friend group. So I think it's really interesting the characters that we have because they all bring a little something different to the friend group. Because it feels like, okay, are we doing the right thing? Are we on the same track? And you just feel that level of pressure. And I can definitely see that. Yeah, from, and there's always Jackie's a John. Yeah. There's always a John who, like, sleeps and gets the good grades. Mm-hmm. God, <laughs> um, I'm thinking of my friend right now who's exactly like a John. Oh <laughs> always God. a John. Like, right before the AP test, he would read, like, the entire— he, he sleeps all day during class, and he just reads the textbook on the last day before the test and freaking aces it. I've met several Johns and wonder, how do they do that? I don't know how I did it. I think I was a John. I fell asleep during my AP English exam senior year, and I got a vibe on it. It's my one flag. High five. Did anyone ever felt a moment of just lifelessness and robotic? Because for me, I never felt any of what these characters were. I guess I was more John plus Lexi plus lifeless robot, like a complete automaton. And whenever I studied, my mindset was I don't care about what gets in the way. I get it done. I have to get it done regardless of pathway and I just don't care about it. And the worst part is me and my friends group during high school almost had the most similar thing. Like whenever we were getting together to study, it was basically programming ourselves, get it done. I don't care how it's done. And do you guys ever get that feeling? And you and you just wonder, you can't remember much about it because you, you feel like you've done it before got the good grades, but don't even remember how you did it in, to begin with. Are you talking about, like, being an adult? Because that's, like, right now. <laughs> no, I'm talk- no, no, I'm talking about just, like, re- just like flushing down your brain and telling yourself, do the task. I don't care wh- how you have to do it. Like, consequences of no object. Just study and get it done, regardless of whoever says, and just go with it. Kind of. Yeah, I kind of do that right now, where I, like... I kind of hitch my emotional happiness on how much studying I'm able to do, which probably isn't healthy, but it gets the job done, you know? Like, at least I won't be swamped by work in the next, like, couple of days because I didn't do it. But, yeah, I, I definitely do that. And I kind of just turn everything else off and just get, like, the work brain. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty boring, but, uh, hey, it works. No, I feel that. I feel it, it's like a, a result of that environment where you 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 train yourself, like, your, your self-worth or, like, you're building on accomplishments that you do or like you're you're tying how much how like your mood to your productivity because exactly. that mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a feedback loop because otherwise you'd procrastinate or whatnot but if you get stuff done you feel good and like you continue to get stuff done but yeah no it's something it's 
I don't know how I'm, I don't I feel like I don't have enough expertise to say whether that's healthy or unhealthy. It's just like a behavior that I noticed. And you do end up like you move away from it, or at least I did in in college where you start expanding your horizons and life isn't all about studying anymore. But yeah, truly, you do end up in that loop when you're in high school, at least just because like the, the pressure to achieve is so high. Well, to build on that, that can be very similar to like work addiction is a study addiction. It's it's pretty similar, but you get that dopamine injection in your brain. And it, yeah, it, it works very similarly to addiction sometime if you if you'd harness your happiness to your productivity, which can lead to a lot of burnout. It's probably why a lot of high school and college kids burn out is because of that wiring that your your self-worth and your mood and your happiness are tethered to what you can produce, produce, produce. But it sounds interestingly like the way that the future is set up what Nico brings up a lot about how he couldn't imagine going to school before 9 p.m. or 9 a.m. I'm so glad that was a detail included in the yeah. script because it's so important. And we had we had talked earlier, one of the predictions was about the better balance of social media in our lives. It also sounds like there was a better balance of education that they started implementing all of the studies that homework is not actually a good thing, that... Too many extracurriculars and starting too early actually hurt more than they help because it... Yeah, starting at the crack of dawn isn't that healthy. Who knew? Yeah. Who would have guessed? Gee, every organism needs sleep. Who knew, right? Yeah, but I mean, if you're up until one and two in the morning doing homework, you're not going to get that sleep. And then you got to wake up at five to get everything ready to go to to school. So really, how much sleep are you genuinely getting? And you got to do your homework after your extracurriculars. And sometimes you have to have a job on top of that. And tutoring. Yep. Yeah, whether oh, you're tutoring, tutoring or getting tutored. <laughs> yeah, like it, all of this just adds up. Oh, Lord. Yeah. The you're tutoring. just like, when do I sleep? When I'm dead. Okay. Tutoring, I love you, but just, just want to waste time together. I need a moment to be human. I don't want to be robot anymore. <laughs> right. And I feel like maybe that way that we approach education with just productivity, productivity, productivity is why we all burn out so quickly. And we, a lot of us burn out in the workplace if it's the same thing, because again, get up at 5 a.m. You've got a two hour commute because it's too expensive to live in the city near your work. You know, it's, it feels sometimes like, like high school is really just a way of training you to go through the motions as an adult. This oh, is getting no, sad. No, it's no, like that's 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 <laughs> we're going to fix it. no, <laughs> I like to think high school, high school trained me to handle the stress of college. But as I went to college, I like the world opened up. It felt like when you're you're in a video game and you start in the starting area, but the rest of the map is dark. <laughs> and then you go to college and it's like it unlocks the rest of the map or at least a larger part of it. And you're just like, whoa, OK, life isn't just about this thing anymore. I have a little more freedom. That's what I felt like. And like you kind of you can break out of that work addiction loop or whatnot, even though like, I mean, all the other stuff is hard. Um, but I mean, you know, at least you get to find different ways to supplement your self-worth than getting an A. Because I feel like that's what high school ends up being about for a lot of people. Well, and with college, too, you can set your schedule a little easier. So you can set your schedule so that it's better balanced. You don't have to take 8 a.m. classes unless, unless like, you absolutely have one. Yeah, can, unless it's a requirement or, or something. And not go. Yeah, or you can take them and 
supplement it by getting done at one a you know one p.m. and taking a nap for two hours. Do you all still like experience? I want to say regular burnout because sometimes for like I don't know a couple of days I'll be really chill. I'll feel healthy. I'll feel I'll feel happy, and then I look at the watch and I go like I haven't felt burnout in a little bit. It's probably gonna come in like a day, and then it comes, and it's like it's just a sine wave of me being okay, and then. A little while after that, I get burnt out again, and it's just so regular. Is it still like that? Or? It's like a period. Um, I would say it kind of depends on your mental mm-hmm. health <laughs> at that point. Because yeah. I know I experience similar things, but it's more of a mental health thing than, like, my actual circumstances. So, I think for me, one thing that helped a lot, and I'm, I'm sorry to be giving, like, unsolicited advice here. I found a job that when I set boundaries, they honor my boundaries which helped a lot, but I was, I was like, I will not work overtime unless I am paid extra overtime. I'm very lucky. I, I worked to a point where I was able to earn flex hours as long as I did my 40 a week. Like, I think one thing that, that helps a lot is learning to set boundaries and asserting boundaries and realizing that any individual, any company that does not honor the boundaries that you set is probably not one that is worth working with. I will not work for a company that will call me during my personal time unless it is an emergency. And I don't do anything where anyone dies. So there's literally no such thing as an emergency in my job. I have had companies that have called me on my days off that have required me to come in and work on stuff that is not urgent. And I didn't set boundaries for myself, which led to burnout. So I would say that if you want to work on preventing burnout, boundaries. And that's not something that we're taught (laughs) how to do. So, you know, I'm glad that you're asking these questions early because it means you can get started on it early. Yes, I'm sorry. I don't I don't mean to, like, dominate the conversation here, but it sounds like these kids are starting to learn their own boundaries, which is why they I love I love the scene where they go out in the middle of the basketball game. And one thing that I really like, too, is we talked about the balance of their personalities and I love that they clearly remain good friends as adults. Obviously, Lexi and John are married, but you, you know they've still mentioned Aunt Josie, Aunt Jackie, Aunt Kellen. They are still in their lives close enough to be called aunt and uncle. That's great. Because we should be ending this on a very positive note about <laughs> friendship. Yes. <laughs> and that is, you know, and that's why, like, Jackie and Josie's fight, it's sucks. They both said very hurtful things to each other, but it sounds like they stay part of that group into the 2040s. And that's beautiful. It shows, I mean, friendships do have their, their conflicts, but friendship is not necessarily about no conflict. It's how do you handle it? How do you grow from it? Exactly. Otherwise, what's the point of having friendship if it's that easy? That's the whole point, because when you get through of it, you've grown stronger together and that's worth it so much more than just making a random friend you just found on the internet. I'm so glad to know that my character just like moved and then got caught in the thick of it and is still friends with those people years later. It's great. So does anyone have any final ideas, final thoughts, any predictions that you're seeing now that we're starting to pick up on some patterns? What might come up next week? Are y'all still close, your high school friends? No. I text like three of them. I 
I'm close with a couple. I had like two or, or three. Actually, maybe like maybe rather than close, because like some friends you can just like not hang out with for I don't know like ten years and have a conversation with in some random coffee shop, and it'll feel mm-hmm. like you just never <laughs> had that intervening time. Do you feel like that's the sort of friendship that your high school friends are with you now, or is it just like down? Like I've only got one. I've got one, and she was my maid of honor, and we've been Aww. best friends since sixth grade. So it was like. I don't know. That was the one that I thought was worth keeping around. So that's the one that I've worked to, you know, just check in with everyone. Yeah, I think there's always going to be one or two that you, you know, feel super comfortable with. You know, as you mentioned, decades down the line, you meet them and you're like, okay, I'm going to drop everything. We're going to catch up. And it's going to feel pretty easy. But it also depends, you know, like some friends never fight. You know, they try to keep it easy and, you know, it just festers, become frenemies. Um, and those people, like, you definitely don't want to talk to ever again. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have fights in relationships, um, whether they're, like, friendships or, you know, you're dating somebody. You definitely don't want it to fester. Yeah, but I think you're probably going to have one or two 20 years from now uh, when you're, okay. like, my age. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if they really did matter, they will definitely remember you. And 100%, yeah. Case in point, I have a buddy that I've talked to ever since I was 10 years old. We may be miles apart, but I'm just so glad I still managed to cut up with him and just chat with him in general. And fun fact, he, he I think he's doing paleontology at, at in Alberta. And, and, and oh, <laughs> that you guys, sounds fun! Nice. Yeah, he, he's, he's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We both live up here in Canada, and so it's worth at least to remember at least some parts because at least you've done something. At least you still have that sense of positive emotions you've created along the way so it's nice to have at least one but i still love my new friends that i've made i I still call them my people and if anything happened to them oh boy you should see what happens to an angry roboticist raise an army of robots you don't want to screw with them no that's why you should always be nice to siri siri will always be your friend if you're nice (laughs) But again, thank you so much for this wonderful and edifying conversation, all of you. This was great. I am looking forward to seeing what we learn and discuss next week. Uh, I love how everyone brings their life experiences to the table, ask questions, things like that. I think that slowly we're starting to see this is a great piece that seems to be revealing a lot of the imbalances in our lives day to day. So thank you once more. And we will see everyone next week hopefully with some fresh new subscribers because oh yeah we're twitch affiliates now so make sure to hit that subscribe button everybody (laughs) cold cuts is based on an original idea by our writing partner declan grogan music by vincenzo torciello this episode of how'd you survive the 21st century is written by ian o We do this every Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and every Tuesday the videos are posted to our YouTube, and the audio is available on all streaming platforms. Make sure to follow and now subscribe to us on at sign platform prod co on Twitch, and we are also at platform prod co on all of our social media channels. We will see you next weekend.